the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Good day and welcome in. Rob Black and your money. Show dedicated to get into your retirement. Trying to hit some of the top stories and trying to figure out what to do with these current markets. Lots to talk about. <clears throat> um, melting up. That's because sometimes we've got these kind of weird things on Wall Street where we talk like uh, irrational exuberance. Melting up is one of them. And that's what the market's doing right now. And you're like, say what? The market's melting up. Let me put my head around that for just a moment. Yeah. So the SP 500 had a big non move. We've been virtually unchanged. But Monday was an up day, Tuesday a sideways day. That's kind of where we're kind of trending right now, melting up. It's, it's, if you've ever seen snow on top of snow on top of snow melt, it starts to form layers of ice, and you can kind of see the, the stratuses, right? So market's looking good today. <laughs> a little Wicked Witch for you. Um, so there's some, let's start with the world views today, okay? There were some better-than-expected non-manufacturing readings on inflation out of China and Europe. Okay, so there's a pulse. You know, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not sideways. It's better than not sideways. It's not down. It, it's slightly up. It's not crazy cooking inflationary growth. It's slightly up. So it's good. We're good. Um, then you get Caterpillar that got a downgrade today to hold from buy, linked to the view that the global synchronized growth has collapsed. So, okay, wait, 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 wait. So there was the non-manufacturing PMI out of China and Europe that was slightly better than expected. And then you have an analyst come out today and say, well, global synchronized growth has collapsed. Huh. Who's wrong? Right? Uh, Who's wrong? Wrong. U.S. and China is roughly 90% done with a trade deal, so says the Financial Times report. And that's got me in good spirits. It's kind of like, hey, Margo, go down into the cellar and get a bottle of champagne. We're about to make this deal with China. Okay, it's, it's, it's not that good of a... It doesn't have me that happy. I don't need champagne. Who needs champagne when you're listening to Inxus? Uh, okay. So U.S.-China, 90% done. And everyone's in good spirits. Good. The 10%, though, is the part that's not been done is reportedly involves some of the biggest sticking points in enforcement mechanisms and technology transfers. Stock market continues to look at negotiations with glass half full mentality. I don't know if I, I like the glass half full, glass half empty thing. Depends on what you're drinking, right? Right? If it's medicine, you want it to go down faster. If it's if it's scotchy, scotch, scotch, you want it to go down slowly. So anyway, um, so the stock market looks scotch, 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 scotch. Um, there's a story there, but I can't tell it on radio. But one day I'll tell it at a seminar. You can always find out more about seminars by going to Rob Black Show. 
taking a look to see what's coming up. I think we have a new one coming up really soon, like really soon. Um, so U.S. China, 90% done, but the last 10% sticky. So glass half full Wall Street. First quarter earnings estimates is the next big topic. They've been lowered and lowered and lowered. So they're currently expected to decline 3.9%. That's not good. That's recessionary-like. It's growing in the wrong direction. So I want Charles Barkley to be by me when I get my cancer diagnosis. Doctor says, Rob, you've got cancer. You're going to be alive for three more days. And Charles Barkley would say, very good. So I'm training him. The monkey's getting faster. The monkey's taking the peanut from my hand. Okay, off topic. Um, stock market's going to open higher today, as it did. Uh, there was some ADP challenger, uh, employment challenge report. So, again, we're doing fine. We're adding jobs. I don't have to boil it down into 197,000 revised higher from the 183,000 total in February. Now more with Sissy. Um, yeah, so earnings are coming down. There's a stock market rally that's melting up in large part because of the bedrock that is easy monetary policy where the Federal Reserve said we're on hold and we have to take them for their word on it. So there's, uh, you kind of do. Jerome Powell's also told Trump, you can't fire me, which is probably the first person Trump can't fire, which is kind of fun. Um, you got a little global weakness, but you also have some global signs of, uh, of growth sprouts. So lots going on in a positive level. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Um, Charles Schultz, he's running for president of the United States. He's the guy who was one of the founders, uh, billionaire founders of Starbucks Coffee. He says his successor, Kevin Johnson, deserves all the credit in the world for the recent success of the stock. That's stock that's been running higher. Semiconductors have been running higher. Um, companies like Apple have been moving quietly up 20 plus percent this, this year. So uh, back in 1983, Howard Schultz. In his biography, he talked about how he took a business trip to Milan, where he became enamored by the romance in the theater of Italian espresso, and thus came Starbucks. He wanted Italian espresso bar basically to be Starbucks. Now, Italians are probably like, ciao, which means both hello and goodbye and get out of my country with your horrible coffee. So, um, But Schultz is going to be running for president. And he's already said some things like, as a, a Democrat, that you'd be like, well, that sounds pretty conservative of you. Um, the question is, is he going to be kind of a, a dividing figure? Is he going to be a, a, a figure that pulls people together? So um, keep in mind, Schultz has had to have some pretty big tense days filled when you know, they had their race incident at Starbucks. Right at like the worst time to have a race incident. Um, when America's heightened on the whole issue uh, because young people are sometimes shot by police. And that appears to be a race-driven issue. So he's he's dealt with some issues. He's he's tried to do the right thing, I think. So he would be an interesting candidate. Too early to tell. Too early to tell. But um, he he definitely says things like uh, free health care for all isn't a great idea. So which is kind of like the anti, so to speak. Um, eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Get your calls on there. Zion Williamson. Are you watching the Magic Tournament of sixty four? Um, the incredible. March Madness. Well, Zion Williams is going to... His first sneaker deal, you want to take the over-under bet on if it's going to be bigger than LeBron's? Keep in mind, LeBron's like a billion-dollar baby, right? Williamson's could rival LeBron and Kevin Durant 
as a 19 or 18-year-old man. The billionaires are getting younger. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find out more at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. One out of every 10 children in America, not in America, excuse me, one out of 10 children are born premature. It's a staggering statistic when you know how frail small children are and how they come out. Such teeny tiny little monkeys. But with the advancement of genomics, the study of genomes, we figured out the complete DNA code. It's allowed for more accurate, less expensive, and vitally important blood tests before that happens. It's a bioengineer out of Stanford created a startup called Acna DX, trying to commercialize a $10 blood test that will screen genes commonly associated with preterm birth. Obviously, this is an investment concept I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about General Hospital. Luke, Luke, you must come to the broom closet. I must tell you something. There's a German uh, startup company called BioNTech, and they're working with Genentech to commercialize the first personalized cancer vaccine that would incite the body's natural defenses to destroy sick cells, and it would leave healthy cells completely alone. As a man who's aging, I'm intrigued. So... You're going to start seeing custom cancer vaccines as an investment. You're already starting to see uh, healthcare starting to focus on prenatal care, predicting it even so much. Another big healthcare trend that you could invest in will be the gut probe. Simply swallow a small device and it starts capturing images of your insides. It can be pulled out using something similar to a string, sanitized and reused in another patient. No need for anesthesia. So technology, which is being developed by a pathologist right now and an engineer at Massachusetts General Hospital. I did go to General Hospital and these are the days of our lives. So they're already testing this technology in infants. Um... The idea that doctors typically focus on you know, trying to pinpoint diseases is just its awesome, even when you start talking about mental health. So the whole gut is kind of where your whole body starts. So those are three areas that you can look at as far as the big things coming down the road for monster growth in healthcare. I can tell you another one, and this is just a no-brainer. What Apple's doing is very, very smart. A fitness tracker that is a true medical device. Because every time I've got a fitness tracker, and I've been suckered into them, probably like three of them now. Two of them at least. I know I had a Fitbit that I was like, oh, I hit 10,000 steps. Joy, 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 joy. Oh, tomorrow? 10,000 more? Like, I don't know. It felt to me like a, 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 a digital watch that all it did was tell you the time. It wasn't even a stopwatch. So you're just seeing more sensors. Um, you have already seen Apple introduce the EKG, ECG. So it, it's a cute feature. Where does it go? I don't think anyone truly, truly knows at this point in time. But these are all going to be very, very investable concepts. And um, I think you should do everything you can to like make sure that you start studying up. So instead of watching the Giants lose another one, I know, I know. Didn't we just win the World Series? We're happy with that. Start like There's a company called Startup Alive Core, and they received FDA clearance in 2017 for an Apple Watch-compatible band, which can detect atrial fibrillation. So even the small companies that come up with some of this technology um, are, are playing into it. And uh, 
That inspired Apple, I think. So don't look now, but the markets are rallying. Boeing, Wells Fargo, Lyft, and Disney. Let's talk about the players. Boeing's going to submit its software upgrade for the uh, 737 MAX jet in coming weeks, later than originally planned. That's according to both the FAA and Boeing. It's tragic to hear that the Ethiopian pilots did do what Boeing told them to do in case of this emergency. It appears to have not worked out. This is a sticky subject. So Boeing is going to be... uh, great investment, or you wish you would have bought it a little bit earlier, later for it to become a great investment. Wells Fargo had its outlook cut to negative from stable by Standard Poor's. With the resignation of Tim Sloan as CEO, it adds another layer of uncertainty on what the company's going to do. Lyft, the ride-hailing services were rated sell in new coverages at Cellport Global yesterday. They have a $42 price target on it. What I love about it was they say it's a big leap of faith that millennials and later generations will forego car ownership. I I will say there's something about jumping in the car and saying, I'm going to do a quick trip here. Honey, I'm going to do a quick trip here. I'm going to go do a quick trip here. Like Those lift rides do add up unless you can get in that whole mindset that you're going to be much more regional for a, a longer period of time. So, But anyway, I'm, I'm talking like an old man. Those lift rides add up. Amazon cutting prices at Whole Foods supermarkets. Um, pretty aggressive to the point that I kind of want to see it because at one point in time, their food was like lovely and it was great and it was super fresh and like I had to have it now. And you started getting this. You're like one bag of groceries, $100. Holy mackerel. What did I just buy? Disney, Disney, it's the house that the mouse built. Rated by a new coverage at Rosenblatt, $150 price target, saying that the Disney Plus service will likely be successful. We are having an issue of getting too many services, too many subscriptions, and there is kind of a stress with it where we're kind of MacGyvering it together. Intuitive Surgical, they make little robot surgical devices. They were rated by. This is a company that I was never able to, like, truly understand, so I never bought it. It was one of the darling companies that was a, a stock picker's pick kind of thing. And they make little robots that doctors can use, like they can do surgeries better, and you know they, they don't actually have to cut as big of cuts. And uh, Intuitive Surgical's kind of got a, a great commercialization plan for the business. And I, I just, I blew it. I blew it. LabCorp and uh, Quest Diagnostics, oh, by the way, Intuitive Surgical, is the leader the dominant global leader in robotic surgery. And again, that just makes me want to say robot parade, robot parade. Or Mr. Roboto, my robot friends. Which would you rather have, an imaginary friend or a robot friend? Hmm. So LabCorp and Quest Diagnostics, um, they're the two dominant players, like in blood tests. Uh, now, there's some, there's some trends where doctors are doing blood tests in the house, but a lot of blood tests are still being sent out to LabCorp and Quest Diagnostics. They're both upgraded to buy from hold based on the prospect that both will be included in a preferred lab network being rolled out by Health Insurer United Healthcare. Uh, I'm with it. Weekly mortgage refinances spiked 39% after a huge rate drop. I've talked about that recently. If you're in a 4% mortgage, 4.5% mortgage, 5% mortgage, you should take a look at maybe a refi to help with your cash flow, to help with your savings for retirement. I'm Rob Black. Find me on robblack.com. Want the podcast with music? 
Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So I'm not going to lie to you. I think I live a pretty decent life now. I'm the product of my father and mother. My dad was the best dad. He was a little checked out as an alcoholic Vietnam vet a couple times over. He was an orphan, really didn't have a good set of role models. I'm not crying, but my youth was kind of curious. And in my 20s, I spent working really, really hard so I could do things like this and say, hey, I'm not going to lie to you, my life's pretty good. I'm fortunate that in my 20s and 30s that I didn't get hit with a major health care cost because I probably wasn't financially ready until early 30s, mid-30s to have a major health care cost. Health care costs in the United States are generally measured as the highest in the world. How is that possible? Make America great again. How is the greatest country on the planet? How is it that our health care costs are also the highest and that most Americans can't afford their health care costs? So we had to borrow $88 billion in order to pay for that portion that we couldn't afford. So that, that's, that's the stuff we couldn't afford, and that's the stuff we were able to get credit for. Think about the stuff that we were turned down for that was just written off. So the United States has the highest health care cost in 2017, according to you know uh, other developed nation members of the 36 Organizations for Economic Cooperation. $3.7 trillion nationwide. That's about $10,739 per person. A lot of our money is going into... Healthcare, a lot. 76% of Americans say they pay too much compared to the quality of care that they receive for insurance. Some 77% are concerned that rising healthcare costs will cause significant and lasting damage to the American economy. Boy, it looks like gloom and doom out there, doesn't it? And then, just on the other hand, Zion Williamson's widely expected to be the number one pick in the NBA draft and also get the richest sneaker deal ever and become a billionaire under the age of 20. Boy, did you lose the lottery or what as a kid? Would you change your life for his? I play basketball. I terminate basketball. I love basketball. Versus what you're currently doing this weekend? I don't know. CFP Chad Burton. Let's talk financial planning concepts with the one, the only, CFP Chad Burton. Chad? Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton. Chad Burton is with New Focus Financial. You can find him online at New Focus Financial. One of the big questions that I get via email and phone calls on a regular basis, Chad, is lump sum investing. I just inherited $100,000. I just inherited $40,000. And my next question, if it's a chick, is like, you got all your teeth. Like, are you good looking? Like, <laughs> what's your number? What's your number? I've actually done that on air, which is pathetic. But um, lump sum <laughs> investing versus dollar cost averaging. These are two themes of investing. I say when you get a lump sum, just invest it because it'll work out over time. What's your thoughts on lump sum investing? Well, most people are already dollar cost averaging through their paycheck, um, okay. their four hundred one k, and dollar cost averaging works when there's you know when the market is. It has periods where it's trending lower over a year-long period, so that you're buying sometimes at a low and sometimes at a high. Um, so, if there's a significant correction and you've got cash to put in, I would just put it in. But if you're doing it and the market's at the higher end of a you know 12-month rating, trading range, then dollar cost average to a point that makes you feel comfortable. The problem that people do when they dollar cost average is they let the motions get involved. 
So they'll start off and they'll say, I'm going to do X number of dollars per month. And they say, oh, no, the market's too high or I'm going to wait for a correction. And they skip out on their plan. You need to write down your plan on paper and says, I'm going to dollar cost average just cash into a balanced portfolio over six months, 12 months, two years, whatever it may be, something that takes the emotion out of it. Right. It's the emotion that makes it difficult. In a 10-year period, none of it will really matter. It will not matter. It's just how you can avoid getting your emotions involved in investing, and that's usually by a written plan that that you follow that you don't, you know, you got to stay the course. Your written plan is a funny idea because most people remember things the the way they want to remember them. They'll say things like, oh, I knew to buy Apple when they came out with the iPod, but did they buy Apple? Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of day traders will be like, oh, I knew it was going to move from you know 440 to 525 after they reported earnings, but did they do it? And I recommend people, you know, if, if put up or shut up, write it down and give it to your wife. Yeah. If you have a great idea, write it down and give it to your wife. Because you're, and then when you need that money back, ask for it back from your wife. You could practice on paper, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And, you know, and if you look at the last decade, which was tough for investors, the S&P 500 is relatively flat if you don't count dividends. Um, but a balanced portfolio still averaged over 6% over the last 10 years, even with the credit crisis, the real estate bubble, and all that good stuff. Um, so a balanced portfolio will work out over time. And I think the, the problem that investors that are coming in with cash or they've been sitting in cash, the problem they deal with is they're only watching stocks. Right. So they, they forget that a balanced portfolio, when the stock market is really rallying, will underperform in the short term, but it will outperform during the three out of 10 years that are negative. So seven out of 10 years are positive, three out of 10 are negative. And asset allocation means you're keeping up with the market in the good years and outperforming it in the bad years. So that's what you want. I'm a big fan of dollar cost averaging in the 401k. With If you're going to try to do a trade, then you don't, you don't you, you lump sum it. You know, it's, it all depends on your expectations and your goals. But we preach diversification of equity. Um, so lump summing, it doesn't make a lot of sense. At the same time, though, I, you know, I take over um, portfolios, uh, sometimes large companies, yeah. kind of rhyme with disher. Where you see over a hundred different stocks, you be careful. That guy can kill you. <laughs> we see over a hundred different stocks, and you're like, okay, what's the point of picking a hundred different stocks? Yeah. We have one percent position. What if that company does really well? It's not going to make a difference in your portfolio. So, when I pick individual stocks, we typically keep twenty to twenty five positions yeah. in the portfolio. Do you know why he puts people in a hundred different stocks? Because it's impossible to quit them. You're thinking if I quit and I have to sell all these stocks, it's going to cost me an arm and a leg. That's why exactly why when I set up my company, we use TD Ameritrade as a brokerage firm, and my yeah. clients get uh, free trades for the first 60 days because yeah. I usually have to go in and fix portfolios because they have way too many positions. They're you know concentrated one t- sector of the market instead of being diversified, and we've got to fix it. So you know trading costs can become expensive if if you've got you know 100 positions or if you've got over 13 mutual funds, you're typically way over diversified. You got too many positions you can't possibly follow it and have a daytime job that guy you mentioned name rhymes with disher i once said on air that his sales force is kind of cheesy and smarmy young guys who have you know cuff links and uh, initials on their shirts and stuff like that like these initials right here <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. and i'm like they're kind of douchey like they're just cheesy guys he called me a billionaire calls me and he's like, I heard you have something negative to say about my company. I'm like, I'm so, 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 so sorry. Please don't kill me. I was afraid of him. No comment. Because <laughs> now I'm scared. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. The market's been slowly melting up. It's nice feeling. 
major al- averages are doing nicely. You should look at your 401k. You're through the first third of the year. And you should be doing better. <clears throat> you should be one step closer to retirement. You should be 25% invested in your 401k for the year. Just trying to stay on you like a dad. U.S.-China trade talks are resuming in Washington. Financial Times said that a deal is nearly done, 90%. There are 10% sticky wickets tied towards the enforcement mechanism and some technology trade-offs. Semiconductor stocks are leading the market higher right now. AMD and NVIDIA look particularly juicy. An interesting consultant worker advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned on the show. Semiconductor stocks outperforming is a sign of strength for the tech sector. You are seeing a very contrite, contrite Mark Zuckerberg at this point in time. It's widely thought that government regulations are going to start coming down on Facebook. What should you do as an investor? We'll talk about that and more on this show on a regular basis, of course. Um, but you've got to call the show, 800-516-1220, to be a part of the show. Um, it's interesting to note that Facebook stock has had a $140 billion rally even while regulators preparing to clip a little bit of their wings and Zuckerberg's are getting in front of it saying, hey, you're right, regulators, we need to be regulated. You know, freedom of speech isn't freedom of speech. So he's already starting to say, like, you know, this is a pretty big shift. He's trying to set up things called a town square, which would be obviously more public, a living room, which would be more private, uh, information. Uh, Facebook's got a lot of work ahead of itself because technically what we don't like is we like technology as a nation. But we don't want them to change it as soon as they do. It's like, hey, Fortnite's the greatest game ever. Oh, they changed one rule, and you know, one more body shot equals ten more kills, and people lose their mind on change. You think people are going to take Facebook, you know, saying, "Where are you right now? Are you in your living room or are you in the public square?" People don't like change. I'm not saying they can't pull it off. If anyone can do it, the evil Mark Zuckerberg could pull it off. And when I say evil, I say that very jokingly. The amount of good that that man's going to do on this planet before he's off the planet, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to say anything stupid, but it's 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 noble. Facebook's been trying to lead the narrative around what the industry views them as right now. That's going to be an interesting one. Services sector growth falls to the slowest pace since August 2017. Payrolls posted another disappointing month in March. As the job market keeps slowing, job growth hits an 18-month low in March. So there's some, some negatives. Now, all those negatives have helped push mortgage rates lower, which has pushed a 39% spike in refis and mortgage uh, refinances in the last couple of weeks. Fascinating, right? Tony and I were talking about that a couple of Fridays ago. FDA is investigating nearly three dozen reports of seizures after vaping. Um, it's, it astounds me. It astounds me. That's all I'm going to say. It astounds me. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Uh, don't be shy. I like the calls. I'm warm like a puppy. You can pet me. I don't bite. 800-516-1220. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So, Dave & Buster's is in the financial news today, and Dave & Buster's hits me in both funny kind of ways. A, it's an investment, which I love. It's easy to explain. Have you ever been to a Dave & Buster's? They're basically adult arcades, i.e. arcade video games with beer, buffalo wings, football screens, so much visual stimulation that you could probably have an epileptic seizure. 
just by going to the bathroom, just by walking in the door, just by leaving the place. It's all up, up seizures all the time. Okay, that's enough. We don't need to give them that much of a plug. Um, David Buster shares are jumping today. They've got a revamped menu. New games boosting strong same-store sales growth. This is one of those Peter Lynchian things. He's a greatest investor of all time, even though most people lost money with him. Wait, what do you say? He's the greatest investor of all time, even though most people lost money with him. So how's that work? Fascinating, right? So Peter Lynch was the greatest investor of all time because his Fidelity Magellan outperformed markets like handily for 20 plus years. And uh, there's like a year or two at one end and everyone was like, oh, did Peter Lynch lose his way? He was the kind of guy who would send his kids to the mall. Hi, go, go buy. Here's a credit card. Go, go buy whatever you want. His kids would come back and they're like, dad, we just, we want to go to, you know, Chili's. We want to get Chili's. They got these great fajitas. And sure enough, Peter Lynch would look at the newspaper and go, Oh my, I could buy that stock? He wanted to invest where like people were at. So it's a Peter Lynchian kind of investment. You would know Dave & Buster's better than I would. Because I've got a negative bias towards Dave & Buster's. That I once was looking at him, I was like, wow, he could basically invest in a bar, right? That was my idea. I was like, it seems like bars are pouring 6 to $8 shots of things that might cost them 25 cents. And now those six to eight dollar shots are probably like ten to twelve dollar shots because I've aged and inflation has been active out there. And that's inflation's the enemy, little kids. If any dad is making their twelve year old son or daughter drive to school with them, inflation's the devil. If you have to pay more for alcohol in the future, you have to earn more. And that's called inflation. And it's bad. It's an inflationary trap, that's right. So anyway, Dave and Busters. I can look at it from the invest in a bar angle, but that's not what it is. It's an expensive arcade that sells beer. Their food's miserable. Even when I see in an analyst report that they've revamped their food menu, it's still miserable. And Okay, now, I, I said I came to this with two sides. There's the investment side of Dave & Buster's, and then I, I see you on a Friday night. There's a guy I used to work with, sweetest guy on the planet, but he's never going to make more than $15 an hour. Living in this area, you're not going to save a lot of money for retirement. And yet I still see him like going to New Orleans. I still see him going to like Dave and Buster's. And I'm like, how? Dave and Buster's is like, if you go and play video games and have a, two beers, you're, you're dropping 100 bucks. Now, they have unlimited wing specials. Have you ever noticed that unlimited anything kind of loses its, its like joy after about the first, second, the second plate you get? You're like, oh. These are actually pretty low quality. It's as if they're it's as if they're dumping these uh, nuclear radiated chickens on the firm to dump on in limited wings. So there's a lot of virtual reality games, and I will say they are cool, but they're so expensive. So there's a new one called Dragon Frost. Dragon Frost. It oddly looks like Game of Thrones. Got to have a dragon in it. I'm not doing anything without a dragon. I'm an Academy Award-winning actor. I need a dragon. I know you're saying, Rob, you're delusional. But anyway, same-store sales were up about 2.9%. They have the right food. They have the right food product line for the crowd that comes in. They've had very favorable weather during two of the two of the months. So you know, restaurants kind of lose their power if a whole city's snowed in, right? Against admittedly easy compares, 
David Busters has some optimism from their their analyst community. I don't go in. If you go in and see a lot of people there, you probably want to invest in it. You probably want to think about it, right? Is that is that is that fair to say? When I see Major League Baseball, I was watching like the Yankees yesterday. Uh, the uh, also the Oakland A's, even the L.A. Dodgers. Their stadiums are empty. Like that surprises me. I get the Dodgers. Everyone's you know wearing their white pants and their white Porsches. Any man that drives a white Porsche, if you elect me president, I will throw in the Darwinian wood chipper first. So okay, 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 okay. I'm totally digressing. Isn't it amazing how like you can look at baseball and go, the crowds are empty, but they still have these big TV deals. They still have the licensing deals. So even when you're not watching and supporting Major League Baseball, maybe you're playing Major League Baseball on the Xbox, and every time you see that logo, you're supporting them. So think about that. It's a lot of eyeballs. It's not. I'm not going to say it's a good problem to have, not having people in seats, but um, they're doing something right. But anyway. Peter Lynch was an investor who said, you know, your eyeballs can tell you where to invest. You see a lot of cranes, you know, housing, right? Um, REITs tied towards businesses that are renting the office space. There's, now, again, is it that simple? No, but you should get a feel for this over time. I'm Rob Black. You're not. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Um, thanks for all the support. And um, if there's ever anything I can do for you, I try to do it within legal means. I'm not allowed to you know, tell you what to do with your portfolio without actually knowing you. But I do try to give good ideas. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. i got a new downloadable that you can find at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.